Global Broadcasting Networks presents Coach Talk Radio. Create the time, money, and lifestyle you want with tips, tricks, and techniques that get you started today from some of the best internet minds in the business. Now here are your hosts, internet brand strategist Sandra Beck and marketing director for Toginet Radio, Scott Frazier. Hi, and welcome to Coach Talk Radio. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Scott Frazier. And today we're going to talk about the power of Internet radio. We're going to talk about blowing through the no's to get to the yeses. And we're going to visit today with Kimberly Rinaldi of Lessons in Joyful Living. Scott, we're going to have a great show today. Uh, We're looking forward to it. Uh, Sandra, thank you. And and Kimberly, I know you'll be joining us in a minute. It's it's great to have you on board, and and we're looking forward to uh, getting into some really meaty uh, ideas and subject matter about uh, how to grow your reach uh, when it comes to Internet Talk Radio. You know, Scott, it's such a great opportunity for people, and we're going to share some of the best tips, tricks, and techniques for authors, coaches, speakers, for entrepreneurs. So people are going to want to listen to this uh, because it's real, practical information that's going to translate into dollars in their pocket. Less time, more money. Everybody else out there is struggling with uh, time. I know I'm struggling with time, but I find that uh, the use of Internet radio for my business has allowed me to reach more people and to bring more money into my pocketbook without a whole lot more effort. And that's something that we're going to talk about today, too. But before we uh, get into that, I'd like to bring on Kimberly Rinaldi. Uh, She has an enterprise called Lessons in Joyful Living. Kimberly, welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning, Scott and Sandra. Thank you for having me on today. It's a pleasure to spend time with you and to share um, my experience with Internet radio. And I have to tell you, before, before we even get into this, if somebody had asked me three years ago, you know, would you consider radio, my response would have been, no flipping way. Um, and here I am two years later after launching, um, and I, I, am, I am sold, I am an advocate, and I am out there promoting the value of making this happen, not only for myself, but for other people as well. So, Kimberly, tell us a little bit about yourself for our listeners who might not know about you and what you do. Well, um, I'm a coach. I'm a success coach. That's sort of one of the aspects of what I do. And I work with people to help them break through whatever's holding them back. I have a background in neurolinguistic programming, hypnotherapy, coaching, emotional freedom technique, a lot of different behavioral modalities. But what I found is... Ultimately, and this really does speak to how Internet radio has worked for me, I found that the life that you really want doesn't exist in your comfort zone because if you're comfortable, you're already doing it. The life that you really want, the life that you really desire, the success, the changes, the impact exists just outside your comfort zone. And that's what Internet radio has done for me. It's helped me to step outside my comfort zone and make a difference not only in my life but in the lives of the people that I'm touching, which is now millions on a monthly basis. So, Kimberly, would you say that you're, you've expanded personally as well as professionally uh, with respect to the ability to communicate your ideas and establish yourself as a professional? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I've got 25 years of training and training trainers under my belt, and I'm good at what I do. 
But what I tell people is I'm, I'm also an introvert, and people find this hard to believe when I can, you know, stand up in front of, in front of hundreds and get on the radio in front of millions monthly. Um, I'm an introvert. I spent years working at, at being obscure because I didn't want to step out into what we will call the limelight. And what I've found is stepping out of that comfort zone, and it isn't scary because, honestly, like sitting here talking with you and Scott, it's a phone call. I'm on one-on-one with both of you, and I get the benefit of that intimate conversation, that sharing, and then we get to share that conversation out to the world. So it made me realize that that comfort zone wasn't a giant 100-foot cliff leap that I had to take. It was just merely maybe a one-degree directional change. And this has led to, oh gosh, and, and I want to share with you, I, I, six-month quarters were not unusual for me. After, after launching the radio show, I've had six-figure six um, months rather than six-figure quarters. Um, I'm filling events. I have people calling, looking for me versus me having to do so much promotion and marketing I'm now a sought-after speaker, author, and person of interest. Well, okay, let me jump in, Kimberly. That, that's an interesting point um, uh, because we've we've heard that here at TogiNet uh, with with different hosts, uh, even their guests. What do you think is the aspect that that has opened those doors up? I mean, what part of this? Uh, that, uh, community, that through your communication through the Internet, what, what opened those doors just because you had an Internet radio show? A couple of things, exposure and consistency. Mm. Um, we have really good exposure with the programming, and we provide consistent quality information. And so much of marketing is no longer standing on the street corner spinning that sign saying, hey, come look at this, hey, come listen to this, it's, you know, we have a product, we are, and the show being the product, we are promoting it, but. Ah, did we lose her? Sounds I like. I think we did. I think, I think we, we did. did. And what I'll do is I'll fill in to where I think she was headed, but uh, because I found the same um, truth in what she's saying. It, it, uh, I come out of the advertising world and and it used to be that the media, uh, the large media, TV, uh, newsreels, uh, radio, magazines, um, we controlled the communication. And with the, uh, the advent of the, the Internet and the web and emails, uh, now Internet radio, the shift is now going to the, uh, to the voices of, of people, to the consumer. They, they, to, to those that want to use uh, uh, their voice to communicate to people having a, a radio show. So I think that is a, a big strength that uh, we allow people to have that allow them to uh, communicate their passion. And we can uh, we, we gather so much more information about a person by hearing their voice as opposed to reading blogs. And we have a lot of hosts uh, that have their own Internet radio show and they're blogging. But there's something about the 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 voice that allows us to really um, uh, communicate a lot more clearly. Well, uh, well, Scott, I think there's an authenticity, you know, we'll just, we'll continue on while, you know, they, they work on getting Kimberly back. Um, there's an authenticity that can't be denied. You know, when you're speaking, people listen to your word choice. They listen to the tone of your voice. There's a, 
a million cues that come across that really let us know if you're for real or, you know, or if you're, you're not. And, you know, when you interview people, you can really get a sense of who they are, especially in a talk radio uh, arena where you might be on for half an hour or 45 minutes with someone. It's really hard if they're not knowledgeable, if they're not, you know, good at what they do. Now, they may not be the best talker in the world, but that makes, you know, that makes for interesting fun radio. But the but you can get the heart. You can get at the meat of somebody listening to them in an interview. That's right. That's right. So, Kimberly, when you left us for a minute because you had some uh, issues with electricity, which happens in live radio. I mean, this is typical of a live radio show. You lose your guests. They come back on. You kind of roll with it. But it's not the end of the world. I think a lot of people think, oh, I'm going to use Internet radio for my business. I have to be perfect. I always have to be on the ball. And we have had barking dogs. We've had I did a show with a lady in Oregon and the train kept going by. Well, this is live radio. This is part of it. So you just kind to roll with it um what about you on your shows have you had some times where you know you had some things funny things happen to you while you're on the air with guests oh yeah i um was rolling back in my office chair and didn't realize my backside was precariously tipped on the edge flipped the chair over ripped the phone out of the wall and what you hear is this crash bump giggle and then dead airspace <laughs> <laughs> our, our producers got a hold of me immediately on the cell phone. I'm laughing. I tell people, you know what? It that's part of that's part of the the fun, if you will. And for those who get really worked up about you know wanting pristine airtime, I tell them, goodness gracious, go to YouTube and and search network um, network news bloopers. When you have human beings and technology put together, you're going to have you're going to have little snafus. Even the professionals, right? Exactly. Even who we perceive as, as, you know, the biggest names in the industries have these snafus. Milton Erickson is the father of um, modern hypnotherapy, if you will. And what he used to teach was about basically it's utilization. Utilize what your environment offers. So when something funny happens, we we don't gloss over it. We don't try and, and... and, you know, deny it happened, it's, you know, how do you utilize that in the conversation? And you get to be a much better speaker by being able to handle it and roll with it. So perfect example. Well, i got to give you guys a good one. Scott, I don't even know if you know this because this, I think, predates you with my, you know, five years on the air here. I had flown in and I had a show scheduled and I had guests that I could not reschedule. These were military guests from the Pentagon and my plane was late and I'm sweating bullets. I get in the car, I get off of the, you know, I live in Los Angeles. So I get out of LAX, I'm on the freeway. I pull over in Burbank because there's no way I'm going to get home. I rig up my equipment in the back of my car. It's like a thousand degrees out. I'm parked in a residential neighborhood and, and I'll find the episode. It's a great one. And I'm, pulled over. I got everything wired up. I'm connected. I'm broadcasting. I'm doing my job. And I'm parked in in an illegal zone, not realizing it. And I look up from my window and there's the police officer. (laughs) And he's he's like, what are you doing? I guess some people had seen me with my equipment and and doing my thing um, and called called the police and so he's like you're not only in a legal zone and i'm you know here we're recording i'm like guys i gotta get off the air there's a police officer here 
And uh, he's like, what are you doing? And I told him. And, you know, God bless him. He let me finish the show and then told me I had to leave after and then went to tell some nervous lady who I was parked in front of her house what I was doing. She was convinced well, I was a spy. And and I think that is media today. Everything uh, has become so sterile, uh, whether it's a music track on a CD, uh, the the the. Uh, over the last you know, tw- 20, 30 years, we want the best quality and we forget that uh, when it's live, people are interested in that. We want to hear uh, that we're all normal and, and things happen to all of us. So uh, live radio is what it is. So uh, there we go. Let's, uh, let's get back to why Internet talk radio is important to us today, ladies. <laughs> Well, you know, Kimberly, I think uh, one of the things that I found is that it allows people to come to me and I get to say yes or no if you're going to be on my show versus running around and chasing down people. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And honestly, it gives me one of the things that I'm benefiting from and that I absolutely love is that I get to reach out to people who I have trained with people I've seen lecture, um, these are big names in the industry, and they are now coming on the show. We're having conversations like this, one-on-one conversations, where I get to sit and ask questions, and I tell people I'm great at it because I have no boundaries, and frankly, I'm nosy. Um, So I get to ask questions outside of, you know, the standard 10 that they provide, and I really get that live interaction, and that is that is the thing that I'm hearing from our listeners that they love is that they're getting they're getting this this sort of you know fly on the wall perspective of these these intimate conversations. And now I'm at the point where I have these names referring other people who are now seeking me out and wanting to be part of these conversations as well. That's well, and these conversations become yeah. monetized. Like, you know, for me, Kimberly, you know, I'm a single mom with two kids and, you know, I got braces and dogs to feed and a mortgage. Like most people that are entrepreneurs, you know, they're juggling family life and their business life. But what I like about it is that I can either reach out or I can talk to potential clients. I can position myself in a way, you know, on the show to pitch my services, my business, all in the guise of an internet radio show and get clients. It's, it's a really great lead feeder. It absolutely is. And the other thing that I want to point out is anybody who does events, putting butts in seats is, is paramount. And that is, I've heard over the last 10 years from so many people who have stopped doing events, it's one of the hardest things to do. I don't agree with that anymore. Um, I have a very high-end women's retreat. I do it once a year. It's a very expensive seat. It's very exclusive. I filled it in record time. I filled it in 60 days. It used to take me a year's worth of speaking and coaching and again, positioning myself to sell those seats, I filled it in 60 days because of the reach that I have. Well, that comes, that comes down to uh, content, which we um, in the Internet world understands, understand that it's all about the content. If you've got something good to say, if you're writing something, speaking in a way that, that, that uh, the content is strong, it's powerful, people want to uh, – they want that information. They'll find that information, and that's what we're offering in, in, uh, through a radio show, absolutely. 
Well, and let's talk about positioning because Kimberly, you mentioned the word positioning and, you know, I did a show yesterday with a company that does uh, job placement and job hires in uh, Minnesota. And he was talking about how important it is for everybody who's looking for a job to be on the internet, you know, to be able to be found so people can check them out. And I took it one step further going, well, if you're an entrepreneur and you want to be found by your customers or you want to be included in things or you want to position yourself as an expert, uh, internet radio is a very popular, inexpensive, and fun way to position yourself. So I'm going to ask you, Kimberly, how did your internet experience with radio position you in a market to attract more people? Frankly, it put me in front of people that I never would have been in front of. I, I live in a very small, secluded, cloistered community. It is an affluent community. I had a very successful practice prior to radio. Um, I'm now reaching reaching people that I wouldn't have normally reached. So that positioning exposure is huge. The secondary position of that is, as you said, even though I'm interviewing people, even though I have, and I'm on I'm on five days a week. Even though I have those five hours of time and I'm sharing content and I'm having great conversations. I come from a marketing background. I come from a business background. I understand that every single one of those conversations is ultimately a, you know, and I'm going to round the figures, 48 to 50, you know, some minute commercial for whatever I want it to be. Whatever direction I want to lead that conversation in my business, in my programming, in the, in the client's business, in the guest programming, it's ultimately if it's done well, it's content-driven marketing. That's what, that's what the bottom line is here. That's what the infrastructure is, ultimately. And that's the thing that I don't think a lot of people are getting right out there. Wouldn't you agree, Sandra? Oh, I agree completely. And, you know, I think one of the things that you highlighted so eloquently was that, you know, if it's content driven marketing, as your content changes, you know, if you're an author, a coach, a speaker, an entrepreneur, there's a real good chance that your content is going to grow and evolve and change as you grow and evolve and change. You know, if I listen to my stuff from 10 years ago versus what I, when I speak now, it's almost like a different person. You know, we, learn more when we know better we do better kind of stuff but this allows you to expand and grow not only your reach but to expand and grow your knowledge by interviewing people but it allows there's that freedom you know sometimes in certain medias like in the written word it's it's kind of you're kind of finite you know unless you can do revisions of your book and send out different editions you know the cool thing about internet radio is that it can grow along with you as you change and you expand and you know you may find yourself changing course in your business where, you know, if you've got two or three different areas of expertise, you know, like mine used to be high-end real estate marketing. Well, guess what? The bottom fell out of the real estate market, not a big use for it. So I was able to translate those skills over into different arenas because internet radio is very flexible. And Scott, I'd like you to talk a little bit about the flexibility of internet radio. Boy, uh, thank you. It, it's uh, it's incredible. What, what we have put together here at Toginet is a, a forum uh, where we provide the, uh, the producers, engineers, uh, the studio time uh, to take care of all the back-end work. Uh, there's a lot of other opportunities out there, but when it comes to what uh, Kimberly was talking about, quality content, 
that's what we're focused on is is the best show, the best quality, the flexibility. We have uh, very busy uh, hosts, very busy uh, coaches that uh, are traveling, and so if they look they look uh, at their calendar and they recognize that they're going to be uh, at a conference for three days. They can either decide to do it in their, their hotel room, which we're flexible. If you have your laptop and, uh, and or uh, phone and Skype, we can take care of you. There are times where they can't make those adjustments. So we are flexible in how we will uh, pre-record a show. Uh, it's live when somebody hears it. So we can do a pre-record and then schedule that into their uh, time slot and play that for them. So their audience still gets the quality product that they're looking for, the content, the stories uh, at the time that's available to them. So between our team and our host, uh, we will do what we can to uh, take care of uh, all the details. Now, what we experienced a little bit ago about glitches during the show, that happens. And so our engineers, our producers are uh, waiting right there to uh, take care of those glitches, uh, put together a show, and get it uh, onto our web, uh, website, our servers, make that available to our hosts within uh, uh, 30 minutes to 45 minutes on air. So um, we're doing our, uh, a lot of work to make sure that these shows are um, clean, a good sound, and a good production. Well, and that's what you see a lot of, there's a lot of schlock out there. I'm just going to say it the way it is. You know, there's a bunch of different companies. I'm not going to name them, but they're free or they're, you know, 10 bucks a month or nine bucks a month. And, you know, you really get what you pay for. And I, you know, I, I think you've got to really sit down and think about, you know, if I'm using internet radio to position myself as a specialist, as an expert, as a professional, I really don't want to be getting my guest on the phone myself. I want a producer to do that. I want that service. I want that quality of sound. I mean, that that's important to me when I put together uh, anything that represents me or my business. Because the thing about internet radio is it's not only your business, but it's you, your likeness. And, and you matter. I matter. I want to sound good. Kimberly, what about you? Oh, absolutely. You know what? And, and it brings to mind a conversation I had recently with somebody who, utilizing one of those, we shall say, lower cost options um, was trying, this person was trying to sell me on the benefits of going to that, that option. And what they did was they ended up investing in a soundboard and equipment. And they were trying to get me to, you know, to debate the value of their soundboard and equipment versus what our company uses. And they asked, and I said, you know what, here's the bottom line for me. I don't know. And I don't care. I'm not a tech specialist. I'm not a production tech. That's not my job. My job is to be on the radio and provide good content. I want to rely on the experts to do what they do. I want to show up and be able to do what I do. I don't want to be a one-man band. I don't want, you know, chief cook and bottle washer. That, that was the beginning of my business experience many, many years ago. I don't want to do that now. I want professionals who are going to make me sound good, and that's their job. And, you know, speaking back to the, the conversation where I ripped the phone off the wall, that was the live output. I have to say that my, my production team, when it went out for the recorded optimized podcast, you would never have known other than when I came back and said, well, that was fun. That's what they left in. 
Well, Sandra, did uh, did yeah. you actually record the uh, policeman uh, asking you to leave, or did we clean that up for you on your? Uh, well, your we cleaned story? that up because I didn't know him, and I didn't want him to see his LAPD officer fired. You know, being on some broads radio show, but um, you know, when I, I wanted to comment back on what Kimberly was talking about, you know, like with money hours and and paying top dollar for poor quality results. Those are two right. things that I teach in my practice. One is we all have the same amount of hours in the day. So how many hours do we have to make money? And if we, if we identify our work hours as our money making hours, guess what? We make money. It's really simple. And then the concept of top quality um, or top, top paid um, work for poor quality results. I'm not a tech, Kimberly, you're not a tech. I mean, I'm a technology person, but I have no business dinking around with sound or any of this internet stuff. And I'm a tech person. So if I know I can't do it and I don't want to do it, why would I spend three of my money hours, meaning hours I could be making money, you know, doing something else, because that's my job as an entrepreneur to lead my company into making money. If I'm an author, I need to get book sales and sitting around and dinking around with a Amazon based mic and a tablet and your speakers and the software for 10 or 20 hours to figure it out. Then you go, aha, look at how much money I saved. Well, it sounds like crap. You don't have a producer that comes in. And what did it really cost you? Well, it cost you a lot, cost you much more than you would pay a company like Toginet or Global Broadcasting Networks to professionally produce your show. And then you come on, you do your show, you talk to your guests, and then you get down to business, which is making money, making the sale, you know, doing what you need to do to survive. Because when you put top quality work, which is what you're doing, your business for poor quality results, because you're working not in your sphere of influence, you just lost yourself a whole lot of money, a whole lot of time. The, The losses are compounded. You know, I can't I can't express this enough because I hate when I get invited to come on people's radio shows and they, I'm all excited and I look at their marketing, gee, it looks great. And then it's some rinky thing where they're like, hold on, let me, let me connect you. I just got to connect the software. I just got to connect the mic. And I'm like, okay, amateur. And then I'm mad. And it actually does the opposite of what you want your client to feel, which is special, important, valuable, and to trust you. So Scott, I'm going to ask you what you've heard on, uh, you know, cause you're kind of on the receiving end of, of all these radio hosts. Well, and, and, and uh, again, we're, uh, we're, sort of uh, talking about this yes-no thing because we get uh, we're contacted here at TogiNet uh, weekly for people that uh, have got a passion, they want to talk about something and they, they want it, uh, they don't want to spend any money and um, so I ask them what, um, what do you want to accomplish with the radio show and they just want to talk about sports they, they like sports so they want to have a show and it gets down to trying to find uh, those that are motivated, the, 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 the true professional, the, those that understand they can make money off an Internet radio show and they want the quality of product that uh, they want to invest in. And they look at the, uh, the future. This is the future. This is a way to uh, extend their voice. 
and they want a professional service uh, to step into for us to take care of um, the back end stuff. And, and they can then focus on your, your right, the, the money hours, what kind of content that can they uh, uh, create an outlay for and fit into their strategy and where they want to go in the future. And so uh, our ability to provide that structure for them um, uh, they can forget about and not worry about all those details and uh, focus on their content. I'm sorry. I lost my train of thought there. Whatever those weird sounds were came through, and all I could think about is farting. So there we go. I lost my train of thought there, Sandra. Pick it up and there pick you it go. up. All right. Well, I'm going to pick it up because, uh, you know, what you were talking about, like when you said, like, you know, people call you all the time to be part of this. This is what happens when you're an entrepreneur, coach, or speaker, and you have an internet radio show. You get a lot of people coming to you for a lot of things. You know, I've been asked to be a speaker, you know, at national events. And, you know, I'm always like, well, how much does it pay? You know, because realistically, you know, we all need to eat. And I'm not coming out of pocket for some of this stuff if if there's not you know a ticket and hotel and a stipend so you have to really be smart as a radio host with your opportunities because people are going to want you to do things they're going to want you to write forwards to books they're going to want you to show up they're going to want to interview you and it's your job just like it's your job scott and it's your job kimberly for your lessons and joyful living network to get to the nose right away like i like to get to the nose right away this is something that i was taught in my old real estate uh, career and my coach harps on it. I want to find out if you have no money, no time and no desire to do what I want you to do, then I'm going to blow through you. You need to blow through the nose to get to the yes, because you want to get to the people who have the money, who have the time and who have the desire. It's a real simple formula. No money, no time, no desire. You blow through the nose to get to the yes, because the people who say yes, yes to money, yes to time, yes to want to do it are really the only people you can work with in Kimberly when you monetize your lessons and joyful living network did you find in the beginning like I did that I was kind of coaching coaxing people along and then I got to the point where I'm like look you don't have the money you don't have the time you don't have the desire I'll be happy to help you when you do but for right now I only have 24 hours in the day I got to move on to somebody who's going to say yes I actually um I spent <laughs> I'll give you a little bit of background. I spent uh, a handful of years in the insurance industry, and one of the things I did was I trained medical claims negotiators. The short story is we talked to healthcare providers and facilities about claims that were out of network that they were legally entitled to full rate on, and we negotiated reduced rates, reduced compensation. And the reason I trained people was one of the first things I did when I came in, and, and I came in and within six months I became a trainer, um, was I sat them down and I explained, look, you make a lot of money on your yeses. What you have to learn is, and it's about a paradigm shift, it's about switching that perspective. You get paid a lot of money on those yeses, which means you make money working those no's and getting through them as quickly as possible. I'm not here to pull anybody into anything, push anybody through anything, as a coach, ultimately that person has to do the work themselves. And if you have to pull them through the, the sales process, is it a good match? Is it a good fit? The answer is no. You're going to be pushing them through every process. So start looking at it from that paradigm, which that paradigm shift, which is 
you're gonna you're, you're optimizing your income by blasting through those no's and just put the no's on the percentage board as I'm getting paid a lot of money to take those no's and once I'm through them I've got my yeses on the table. Yep, there it's it's so important, Kimberly. One of the things you talked about, you know, with this like blowing through the nose is that, you know, there's the opportunity cost. What does it cost you to wade through the nose? It costs you a lot of time and money. And if you have to lead people through whatever transaction it is, you know, whether it's a, a you know, somebody's coming on your show and it's a sponsored ad, it's a sponsored position, you know, Scott, if they're for you, if they're a radio host coming through, it's like, if you get even the tiniest, I call it the commission breath and stink, you know, as soon as I get the stink that people don't want to pay or get the stink that people don't have the time. Yeah. I can always say like, can you afford not to, you know, can you afford not to do these things? You have time to talk to me. Why don't you have time to do this? I get to argue with people and I'm, I love to argue with people on that kind of stuff. But the fact of the matter is it takes my time. And I only have so much time and energy. Um, Scott, when you guys built the Global Broadcasting Networks and Toginet Radio, did you find that, you know, weeding through the nose quickly helped your business? Yes, it did. It did. uh, Because, again, as we're providing the the best quality, top quality programming, uh, we want to find the people that have the the content, to have the voice that, that want to be able to communicate their message. Again, a lot of people just talking about uh, sports doesn't work. Uh, how are you going to make money off of that? And and that is the point that we offer people is a way of monetizing their voice and uh, turning that around, whether it's selling their ad space. it's uh, There's a lot of different formulas that uh, we have found to help people find a way to monetize their show uh, and, and to make money off of it. You're right. Whether it's an hour a week uh, – if somebody's investing three or four hours in preparing a show, those are hours that can be uh, monetized and then turn around and create an income to support themselves, their family, and to do some things that they want to do, which is continue to grow and continue to grow their business. So, yes, it's absolutely a, a sifting process to find those that are partially interested. And uh, we've had people that have uh, had a show for a year. They've decided that the they're uh, going to go a different direction. They come back to us three or four uh, months later and say, uh, we were we went a different direction. It was a low-cost uh, way uh, of, of creating a show, and we found it just didn't work. And so we want to come back to TogiNet. We want you to step back up and uh, take care of our show. And we've seen lots of people in the last two years come back after a venture into uh, another land, uh, and, and what we're providing is a much, much uh, stronger uh, product than what they were finding other places. So, yes, Sandra, that uh, works both ways, absolutely. Well, and I'd like to weigh in on, you know, when you said, you know, there's like a lot of low-cost alternatives for a show. I would like to open this segment of a conversation and talk about the show is only one part of your radio career or your radio um lead generating money generating process everybody thinks the show the show the show the show yes absolutely we've got to have content that's good okay we get that you got to have good content if you don't have good content you're dead in the water but you have to have good production value which means you've got to present yourself to the public you know with a professionally produced show and that is part of that internal customer service that we talk about how do you handle 
your clientele when they come in? Do they feel like it's a white glove service, a turnkey service, you know, or are you, you know, selling them, you know, some corn out of the back of your trailer? There's a big <laughs> difference in that perception. But also when you get your show, your show is just a marketing object. What like what Kim, Kimberly called it, you know, like it's it's content marketing. It's it's an object. So that you don't stop at the show. What you do then is you take your show and you blast it through social media. You blast it through the internet. You allow viral marketing to take over and really take your show and propagate its listeners. So it's a three-step process for people when they're thinking about having a show. Most people, when they think about having a show, think about what am I going to say? What am I going to talk about? What am I going to call it? And I'm just like, God, that is like just, that's just like one part of five essential parts for success. And one of the things that you do really well, Scott, at your company is you walk people through that whole process. You go to one of these cheapy stations or some of these do it yourself or things, you're going to have to figure this out by trial and error. And maybe you do and maybe you don't. Well, and, and let me let me address that. Yes, we, we have a very uh, strategic training process. It's sort of like uh, we live here in East Texas, and if I want to go to Dallas, I know that I can get on I-20 and go west, and I'm going to hit Dallas in an hour and a half. But if I decide to uh, take a trip to Yellowstone, I know I know it's northwest here someplace, so I'm just going to jump on the freeway and starting, uh, starting down uh, northwest, I, I don't know where I'm going to hit. Um, so what we do is uh, when people come to us and they have a desire, uh, we, we go through a, a, a sifting process, a questionnaire, to find out if they really understand uh, their content and what they want to communicate. And when they're able to uh, go through a, that application process, that, that sifting process, they have good content. Then uh, if they decide to sign up, and we have a very flexible schedule, most people want an hour a week, and that's our, our natural uh, traditional uh, resource that we offer one hour a week at a given time slot, uh, week in and week out, 52 weeks of the year. We have other people that are very busy and they, uh, they decide to start every other week. So we have a different price tier for those uh, two different uh, time frames. Um, then we take them through a very extensive training. Uh, if they have something to say, have they outlined the first 12 shows, the first 24 shows? Uh, the f- the next you know the fifty two weeks of the year do they have a strategy on what they want to say is that strategy uh, uh, are they able to monetize that strategy does it fit their strategy of making money off of this uh, of off of what they're speaking so we go through a training process with them and as we're going through that training process we're also uh, teaching them. The, word, the term SEO, what is the, the, the optimization of uh, what they want to be able to say through keywords? We've determined the, the best keywords for the content that they want to speak on, and we create a social media platform uh, that we can push those messages and help grow and uh, extend their voice. Now, we just uh, have finished this process, and Kimberly, you started this, um, and I don't recall how long ago you started your optimization process, uh, social media. How long ago was that, and then what, where did you take that, and where do you, uh, where do you stand today? I, I launched my uh, programming on, oh gosh, Jan- in January of 2013. And 
we were we closed the month with a dismal 81 downloads for the month. And using training and, and other tools and partnering both with, with Togi at that time um, and some other, other options, oh, gosh, within 90 days, I was at 10,000 downloads. Six months, I was at 20,000 downloads a month. And then that's when I got the crazy idea to go five days a week. Um, with, at the year mark, we were at about 50,000 downloads a month. Then we launched in our own direction as our own network at the 18-month mark. And just before the 24-month mark, the month before we were, we were two years on the air, um, we broke the 1 million download per month mark. So we are over a million downloads monthly now. And well, that's, it, that's the kind it, of strategy, uh, social media strategy, that uh, we've been able to partner with and uh, be able to push the message and guarantee somebody's success. That's a, yeah. that's a hard thing to believe that we can guarantee someone's success. But through the right training and the right uh, social media push, we can extend somebody's voice to 100,000, uh, 500,000, a million. We hit 10.5 million podcast download in January through um, organizing this system, and we're excited to be able to offer not only the ability to produce a quality show, the, to train someone to really know what this is uh, capable of doing for them, but to guarantee that we can reach millions of people out there uh, with the right content. So. And yes. I'd, like, I'd like to address that one, that one point even further. It is the optimized podcasting. We are putting the emphasis in the right direction as, as shown through how, how you're training and what you're doing. And honestly, you know, you're talking about navigating those waters. These things aren't being taught out there by anybody else. I know this. I'm out there picking people's brains. I go to conferences at least once a month. I'm, I'm traveling for, because I'm always looking to invest in myself. So I'm talking to people who are out there with their shows, and, and I do pick brains, and I do, I, you know, I have, again, I'm nosy, and I have no boundaries. Um, so I'm asking what they're doing, and, and they're just falling short time and time again. Um, I want to bring everybody on board with you guys. <laughs> Thank you, Kimberly. Oh. You need to kind of have your own like nerd patrol, like the you know. I'm just going to say it the way it is. You can make a great show. You can you know, and I, I Scott, I've always said to this, you know, you can make a great show and do a beautiful recording, and you can have the best content in the world. But if it nobody hears it, you might as well be a pretty girl sitting in the middle of a cornfield. Then I look at some of this internet radio, and it's not very good. It really isn't, but it's everywhere, and that's the ugly girl that stands on Hollywood Boulevard out here. Looking Looking for a date. Well, who's going to get a date? The girl in the cornfield or the girl on Hollywood Boulevard? What you want to do is you want to be the pretty girl on Hollywood Boulevard. And that requires you to have your own team of nerds. And that's one of the things that, you know, Tugginet has with, within their sphere of influence that they've got, you know, a couple people who live and breathe this stuff. They get up in the middle of the night and they figure out how to get more podcast downloads. How do they get indexed in this search engine? And again, if you want to do that in the middle of the night and be a radio host, go ahead. Good luck with that. Um, but your money hours and your time well spent and how – how you can produce those results um, 
you know, good luck with that. If you can do it, God bless you, you know, more power to you. But the smart entrepreneur is going to put their money on a company that has these systems in place. And that's right. I'm going to jump in as a commercial break and say, if you're looking for a professional live internet radio uh, produced um, network, toginetradio.com is the place to search for. Uh, the phone number here to reach me, to reach our team is 903-787-5880, 903-787-5880. That's Toginet. Uh, that is a place of uh, quality. Uh, we, we, uh, so we, we've got a couple of people on staff, and, and we ask our um, hosts from time to time, what do they think of our services? You know, we want to find out how we're doing and everybody just um worships a couple of our people all of our people but um they we keep hearing um we've got the best quality we've got the best customer service we'll answer the phone call we'll answer the emails if there's a panic uh people at the last minute are uh, cut off in traffic and have to pull over and uh, record a show we're going to do whatever we can uh to to take care of their needs and make sure that they're able to uh to get their message out there on a timely basis so that's the wonderful side of what we get to do well, and I can give you an endorsement, Scott. You've produced between my Military Mom Talk Radio, Motherhood Talk Radio, uh, Powered Up Talk Radio. I've had a bunch of talk radio shows through you guys still running some in syndication. You guys have produced over, I think, 600 hours of on-air programming for me personally, and then another probably 1,200 to 1,500 hours of uh, quality on-air programming for my clients. And, you know, the funny thing about my clients, Scott, is they don't leave. You know, I I refer my clients to you that, that you know, need internet brand strategy, you know, radio outlet uh, ability, you know, that you give them and and they run with it. And, you know, it's it's an amazing thing to think you have, I don't know how many hosts, you know, past and present, there's got to be hundreds. And how many hours of programming you've produced because you guys are on the air, you know, 24 seven. That's right. It's uh, we have uh, uh, eight to 10 hours of programming each day and then we replay those uh, at night. So what we're seeing is uh, the downloads and we have a a very uh, effective uh, uh, stat capability. Uh, We can see that, you know, the countries that are joining us and uh, growing these voices, for some reason, we're getting a lot of uh, desire and signed up a lot of hosts in Australia. So uh, we launched our first intercontinental uh, radio show. Uh, One host is in Amsterdam. The other one is in Western Australia. And uh, let me tell you, it's it's pretty tough to find the best recording time for those two folks. So it's 7.30 our time. It's 3.30 in Amsterdam. It's 11 o'clock at night in Australia. So uh, we can record those shows and um, reach people uh, on the other side of the pond. So, yes, providing a lot of service out there. Well, and the cool thing about this, Kimberly, and I don't know if you've seen this, you know, this is really on-demand listening. You know, the neat thing about this type of radio is that people can listen to it. They can put it on their electronic devices. They can stream it, whatever they want. It's on-demand when they feel like it. It's not like it, you know, you have, it airs and, ooh, everybody better tune in and listen to it or you're going to miss it. Um, it's really pretty cool how that works. And when it propagates around the world, like I'm really popular in Germany, which I think is really funny. 
funny, and I think it's because my last name is Beck, but when I go into Google and I type in my name, you know, plus the podcast and DE, which is, uh, you know, the German handle for uh, internet over there, it's amazing how much my stuff is there. And I didn't have to do anything. Kimberly, what's some fun things that you've noticed when your podcasts are released and optimized? What are some things that have happened with you with respect to showing up and popping up places? I um, One of the services I offer is in the meta- metaphysical realm. I went through a period about a year ago where I was the number one psychic in Belgium. And <laughs> I, no lie, I, it was about, oh, a six or eight week run. And all of a sudden, I just start booking all of these people in Belgium for readings and past life regression and coaching. And I thought, what in the world? Are you all related? Do you all know each other? Is this a Because re- most of my business has been referral-based all these years. And I finally, you know, thought to ask someone, and they said, no, they, they Googled uh, English-speaking psychic, English-speaking coach, and I was number one on Google in Belgium for several weeks. And I thought, that is just, that's hysterical. <laughs> Belgium. Oh, who knew? But with PayPal, yeah, and with PayPal, you can you can make you can you can run with clients globally. Oh yeah, yeah. And I've been working internationally, and again, predominantly referral source, where you know their their German cousin hears about me and the Australian sister in law. But um, yeah, to to have hit Belgium like that in that time frame was actually it was kind of amusing for me. I was like. Cool. I I am I am hot in Belgium right now. <laughs> but you know, it, again, it's that it's the ability to be heard internationally. It's the ability to impact people. You may this is where it really it touches my heart and really makes my soul sing, if you will. The ability to impact people's lives who you may never ever even know. That is powerful. That is Internet radio. And the on-demand, I, I, I'm on social media and I have people tweeting and, and posting on Facebook and LinkedIn, Instagram, all of that. They're out taking their walks and listening to my shows. They're working out and listening to my shows. They're using my sh- <laughs> this one I love. They're using my shows while they're meditating or to fall asleep to. I don't know that I like that one, though. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it, it's, they're taking time out of their world and letting me impact them. That's that's just fabulous. Scott, what would you say is the most uh, the most common uh, success uh, stories you hear? Uh, you know, like the themes. What are the, what are the most common things you hear from your hosts? Okay, I, there was uh, some weird buzzing, and I lost the beginning of your question. We talk about live radio. Say the beginning of your question one more time. Okay. Uh, I'm asking you, what is the most common success theme that you hear from your radio hosts? Oh, boy. I think um, over this past year and a half, as we've instituted uh, not only the the training and the uh, social media push, it, uh, it, it, it just comes back to we have the best package. We had a gentleman that... Uh, was considering one of the large internet radio shows, the very largest, and uh, we are considerably less in cost. And his question was, do we do the same uh, 
do we cover the same issues? And, and the answer was, well, yes. And, and not only the same issues, we ex- we've extended the training and at two thirds less the cost, it uh, fits perfectly with his business strategy and what he, how he wants to monetize his show. So coming back to the customer service and, and um, we just hear that time in and time out uh, week in week out that uh, we're just providing the best service. It's hard to, to describe that, uh, you know, every company wants to stand for uh, quality product and customer service. But um, how do we really communicate uh, that we're the best customer service? Well, we let our, our host, like you, Sandra or Kimberly, be able to express that because I'm the marketing guy, I'm the sales guy, I'm I'm the guy trying to talk them into something. But when uh, they hear it from our host, uh, and I'll give someone a dozen references, call any of them. Ask them how we take care of the glitches when the uh, the phone is pulled off the wall, and how do we handle that, and how do we take care of their show? Um, you ladies are the ones that uh, we have we we have the opportunity to turn to 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 say how are we doing uh, this week? How did we do last week? And are we at that uh, that quality level that uh, that you're you're wanting and provides the best um, best uh, programming for uh, for your dollar out there? So yes. Kimberly, what would you say is, you know, we're getting kind of near to the end of the show. What would you say is the biggest impact Internet radio has done on your business? I I think, honestly, the biggest impact it's made on my business is allowed me not to have to do the heavy lifting to create a bigger impact in the world. So what does that mean? I... I have a five-day-a-week run. I, I'm one of those crazies. Scott was talking about people wanting, you know, one day a week or one day every other week. I went to five days a week. I contracted that within six months of my, my premiere show. Um, and you would think that it just would make my world even more, you know, crazed. It, it actually has made my world a lot more simplified because I have a bigger reach. And we're actually now spinning off specific shows in different directions for that purpose. What I look at is I have more free time. I have, I, I have more leisure. I have more income. I have more global reach. I have greater impact. Um, I'm getting the opportunity to step outside of that comfort zone and really reap the rewards that honestly, I, I'm not going to say I never thought possible, but I thought I would have to work a lot harder to get there. Interesting, interesting. I I have a completely different take on some of this, um, Kimberly and, and Scott. You guys both know me personally, so you'll get this. After being fired from a variety of corporate jobs and positions. Not you. Come on. Not me. We're speaking my mind. You know, I can be cranky. I can be funny. I can be blunt. Yeah. I can be irreverent and I can be insightful. And the cool thing about being me is, yeah, I may not fit in the corporate arena and the HR departments pull their hair out with people like me. But the fact of the matter is if you find me because of my internet radio presence, you know what you're getting. There's no surprise. You may look at a piece of paper and go, oh, she's a Northwestern graduate. She's a this, she's a that, she's a this, she's a that. And then you come and you get this country girl who just says it like it is. 
there's no surprise there. So I find that I not only convert, but I retain clients a lot longer because they get it. They know they're going to get a cranky, you know, ex-programming tech person to teach them to do business because she happens to have a master's in business. And, <laughs> you know, that's that's what you get. That's, uh, I, I just I, I have to be laughing. But but that was my question. You know, when I came on board, OK, What's the life of a radio show? I mean, you know, how long is it going to last? Two years, three years? Well, Sandra, you're you're that good example of uh, because you say it like it is, five year run, and there's still you have more to say because there's more to talk about. You've you've learned that much more, so there's really no end for a a show. It's uh, it can go uh, because you've got the podcast. It's we've got our servers full of content. We can continue to, to push that and allow those messages to go further and further. And that, that's a huge benefit to people. So, well, And that's, you know, the thing about it, Scott, is that, you know, it's talk radio. You're not a college professor. You know, you're not out there giving a soliloquy, you know, in front of 2,000 people, you know, dripping and waiting on your every word. It's talk radio. So it's fun. It's, you know, a conversation between two people. You can bring a guest on. You can bring a co-host on. I like to do my shows with co-hosts. Kimberly doesn't necessarily use co-hosts. It's like whatever floats your boat, but you get to be yourself. And as an entrepreneur, a coach, a speaker, you know, any of these things, um, when you get to be yourself, work is really easy because people ultimately choose you to handle whatever it is you're good at. And if you're yourself and you can be yourself and Internet Radio allows you to do that, you can shine because nobody does you better than you. That's right. And and what ends up happening is you magnetize people, as you said, who are going to convert and stay with you because they get you. They completely get you. On a personal note, uh, and you were talking about this, Sandra, in the beginning, um, most of my shows are done in pajamas and bunny slippers and the occasional tiara. Um, My husband laughs because I now order lots of really cute pajamas. They are my work uniform. I don't get dressed until 2 in the afternoon. That's kind of a nice thing. Okay, I'm not like, dressed right now. I'm I'm sitting. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> as I'm sitting here, as the guy between you two beautiful women and Sandra and and Kimberly, your hair looks great today. Uh, it it yes, we can be ourselves, uh, and and that's what people connect with. They, they w- today we want realism. We we want people to be real, and and that's how we relate to them. Uh, slicked, polished, uh, sterilized is not what's selling out there. Um, so. People can be who a host can be who they are and bring on the people they want to bring on and find a way of, of making money that uh, supports their habits, their lifestyle, their dress uniform, and um, have a great time uh, interacting with folks. It's it's absolutely phenomenal what uh, what we're hearing of uh, uh, providing and, and seeing what people are doing out there. Okay, well, I'm going to step in because I am the host, and I am going to kick you guys off because we are at the end of our show today. I want to thank uh, Scott Frazier from Toginet Radio. You can look him up online, T-O-G-I-N-E-T dot com. It's a great company. You want to check him out. You can check out Kimberly Rinaldi. You can just Google her name. That's the beauty of Internet Radio. Guess what? We can all be found. You can Google me, Sandra Beck. Tell me you like me, hate me. Whatever it is, I will enjoy reading what you have to say. Uh, for Coach Talk, 
Talk Radio. I thank you for listening. I wish you guys the best. You want to make money. You want to increase your leads. You want to network. You want to be able to say no to people asking you do, to do things. That's pretty darn cool. Internet radio is the way to go. We'll be back next week with another episode of Coach Talk Radio. This is Sandra Beck signing off. Thank you for listening. On behalf of Sandra Beck and Scott Frazier, we want you to get out there today to make more money with less time and effort so you can live the life you want. Tune in next week for more tips, tricks, and techniques from Coach Talk Radio.